Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down, don't touch that, stop it. Where's the line? Okay, okay, we're rolling. We're rolling? Yeah. Oh, well, hi. This is Abby. I'm Steph. And welcome to Hands Off Parents. This is like weird. We're in the theater. I know. We have two small children. I know. Well, I told Rob that we were uh, recording today, and he was like, are you bringing up kids? And I was like, no. And then he was like, remember the good old days <laughs> when hands-off parents featured children? And today, Here they are, oh, yes. climbing stairs Probably. where they could really hurt themselves, yeah, really, and we are not paying attention. Literally hurt themselves. Oh. How are you doing, Abby? Um, let me think. I'm fine. Usual. I'm a usual tired. Mediocre. Mediocre. Mediocre baseline. Yep. Baseline. Yes, exactly. I feel like a day where I can, I mean, we say this all the time, but a day where I can say I'm fine is a good day. It's a good day. Yeah. Um, I feel like I was happy not that long ago. You were happy like this week? Um, no, I lied. (laughs) Totally lied about that. (laughs) I was not happy. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, Jack said something funny that was very that made me happy. That like happy enough that I texted people. I was like, my son said something funny. What did he say? He was like, Rob, where are you, man? I love like, that. Jack, Rob went to work and Jack was like looking for him. Rob, where are you, man? And he's been saying like, yeah, man, a lot lately. I love that. Kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's great. Hey, you guys, what are you doing? See kids. Yeah. They're back. All right. Don't touch anything. You can have that, but don't touch anything else. How about you? How are you? You had some great news that should have made you happy. I did. We found out on um, Thursday that our bill was signed into law by the governor of the state of Texas. It's so awesome because I had heard in the um, on NPR in the morning they were like, Governor Abbott vetoes. A lot of everything. Yeah, and I was like, no, you did not do that to Stephanie. He has been vetoing everything. And, like, even, like, stupid little laws that you'd be like, why do you care, dude? Right. Who cares? It was... No, please stay here. Quite a miracle um, that that this happened. It happened pretty late. I was kind of losing faith. I thought maybe it wasn't going to happen because I thought it would have happened sooner and we really weren't hearing anything and... Um, you know, I, I just keep hearing how he's vetoing. Yeah, he's just like a lot redlining of everything. Things that are very bipartisan and things that, you know, both houses are really agreeing on. Yes. And, and, you know. Please stay which here. Which just doesn't make any sense to me. Like. Why would you? Why? Like, you you're, you hire. It's like, this is what it is. It's like you hired, if you're a boss and you hire people yeah. to do a job. And then at the last minute you're like, well, you didn't do it the right way. And you redo it. Then why did you hire anybody? That's like a what is it? Micromanager. It is a micromanager. Yeah. yeah. But in in government, I don't think that's necessary. I mean, and we voted for these other people too. Right. Not like every no. It's just like random people. Yeah. Like a lot of them, work. I don't know why. Why we voted for? No. Who, who oh. are these people who are voting for these people? Oh, no, I, like I don't know anyone voted for Abbott. because uh, he's the worst. Um. It is uh, a victory because um, I've been feeling really discouraged lately about where we are politically and the current climate. And then that horrible shooting happened this week um, of the Republican uh, lawmakers. And um, just like everything's just so 
dire. Everything feels so doomed. I feel so doomed. In your life or, or politically. politically? Yeah, politically. And so um, it was like a good, I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. There and at least you have faith, like you can make it. You can. Actual difference you in can. the world. And I learned so much about how it all works and and the time that it takes and the the energy and all the steps you have to do. Um, you know, you have to do this committee and then it passes this house and this committee and then it passes this house and then it goes on to this person. And, you know, yes, those are my, those are my headphones. Jack just, um, made sure that I knew I was wearing them. Uh, so it was great. And so starting September 1st, um, if you are a child under the age of 18, your hearing aids and insurance and, and, uh, cochlear implants will be covered. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for all your efforts Thank and you. your hard work. Thank like, you. That's for amazing. my service. Your service to the community. Please don't go back there. I feel... Please um, don't shut that off. Everything great. I say is... Are you listening? Are you going to make yes. do, make another choice? Bad choices. Make another choice. Make another choice. Is that a good choice? Was that a good choice? Yeah. Um, so you had an article that you brought up that maybe we could talk about a little bit. Um, yeah, I read an article. I read an article. I read read the whole thing. Stop. I started it, read the whole thing, ended it. Now I'm talking about it. So talk about steps. Steps. Um, and it was, it took me like about two minutes to read. So that's a pretty article. I just read it. I think that's a victory. I'm going to give it a win. So things are good. Yeah. Things are great. Jack is, um, using my gigantic grapefruit. As a ball. There he goes. No, it's not a ball. Where's your Where's your car, bud? And now it was thrown. And goodbye to your. I'm goodbye sorry. to my snack. No, you it's fine. Um, so the the essay was about um, the truth. It's called the truth about being a mother, and it's by Sarah Treem, who was the showrunner for The Affair. Did you watch that show? Yep. I, I did. Anytime I get a free week of Showtime, I try to cram like a, get another like three episodes. I the love it. First season was so great. I'm still I'm still there. You're still in first season. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. It's so stop there. Just then the, it just kind of like and I think it's because of this essay. I think like I she think because of has what, problems because or she had children, children. They she ruined it. Everything. They ruined it. Um, but she talks about how everybody's like, "Wow, you have it all. You have it all." And um, she was like literally the thing won an Emmy or Golden Globe or one of these awards the, after the first season. And then she got married, had two kids, all within like five years. And she was 35. Crazy. Yeah. And um, everyone was like, oh, man, this is a woman who has it all. And she was saying like secretly behind the scenes, I was like crying on the bathroom floor. My husband and I were like totally disconnecting. And now we're getting divorced. And um, Yeah, but – I know you threw it. Um, and we've talked about having it all as like a complete fabrication and you cannot have it all. And, no. But it's interesting to see somebody who cele- of celebrity status saying that. Yeah. And that, and there's, I mean, like Chrissy Teigen came out not too long ago with, with saying she had postpartum depression, yes. which I thought was pretty refreshing. And this essay also does say that she had postpartum depression um, with both. I mean, I want your dicky. Exactly. That is a great point. I agree with you completely. You're right, Jack. You can't have it all. (laughs) But I, I think what's interesting about it is, is that we, it's compare. It opens up comparison. 
which we do all the time. But with celebrities, you kind of feel like, no, but they do have it all. I mean, they're right. You right. Know, I'm sorry you had postpartum depression, but you and also had tons of money to, to buy a nanny. Buy a nanny. And that's all. I say that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, wow, wow. Yeah. You have, you can afford help. I can't. But she talks in this thing about how she doesn't, she wasn't getting help. Yeah. She also says, I really like this part. She says, um, for some reason in this day and age, we're always trying to fix ourselves, especially as women. We're convinced that happiness is just a pill or a plan away. But lately I've been wondering if there's anything so wrong with just being really sad. Yeah. In fact, um, if in fact being really sad is the only way to fix anything because pain brings us back to our most basic selves and forces us to figure out what we actually need to live, which it turns out is not that much. Just a few things that you love. Yeah. This is what I have been saying about when, like, my life fell apart, and then I was like, hey, I need to reevaluate things, because I was, like, in the worst pain I'd ever been in. And then I feel like I made a, bu- a bunch of changes. Yeah. Because I was like, this is the depths of despair. Yeah. And now how do I fix it? I just feel these horrible feelings. I'm, like, a big advocate of feeling how you feel. No, I, I think it's really important. Um, and talking about it and on a podcast. talking about it and making changes. I, th- I, th- I think that's a part of it. I am from – I'm a product of, like, a take a pill or, yeah, know, fat quick fixes. Totally. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Um in any shape or form, I've found that it never works. Well, and yeah, she was like, okay, I need to go to therapy. I need to do this. I yeah. need to do that. It's like, that's not really what's going on. Yeah. Like, you just sometimes you maybe just take a step back and, and evaluate what are the things that make you happy and what are the things that don't make you happy and can you focus on the stuff that makes you happy. And that oh, sounds easy to say. Okay. This is, this is a sidebar. So Jennifer Blessington, our fan favorite, um, Jennifer Mathieu. That's her author name, yes. who is literally right now, she's written a book called Moxie that Amy Poehler has picked up and is going to make a movie I, when, and out not, of. She literally is having it all. She she is. And you know the thing about her is like she's still teaching English for high school because she loves it. She loves doing she it. She likes to do it. She's a good person. She's a great person. I know. Ugh. If she weren't so nice, like you'd her, hate her. I was like, you won at life. You are winning yeah, at life. Yeah, she totally is. She totally is. Yeah. Um, anyway, she shared this, um, Ted talk on her page and she was like, can you guys watch this and tell me if this makes you want to kill yourself, uh, as much as it makes me want to kill myself. And so I watched it. It's a Ted talk. Um, that's basically the woman is like called like the, the art of not giving a fuck or how you don't give a fuck. I'm really butchering it. But basically the woman was like, you need to evaluate the things that drain your energy, time, and money. And then figure out, like, if it's worth doing those things. He Speaking of not giving a fuck, he doesn't he, give a fuck. I was just talking about not giving a fuck. He's living his fullest life. He's living. He is like, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. And I'm going to go yell at him. This is why we can't have kids. I While know. we record. I know. I hate them. No, I love you guys. Um, um, yeah, so she was like, if I don't want to go to your baby shower, I'm not going to go because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If I don't want to do this, I'm not going to do it because I don't give a fuck. And Jennifer was saying like, okay, fine, but like also you're a selfish bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also maybe do a nice thing because that's what we do as yeah. people. Yep. Like this woman literally 
quit her high-powered publishing job and moved to an island. And I have read about these types of people, too, that are like, and I just gave it all up, and now I live in an island. And now I live my best life. That's nice for you that you could do that. I also do not think this woman had children. No. Go get him. Tell him he's going to go into timeout. I mean, I said to Mike last night after I read that our dear governor who passed our bill vetoed a bill that would help that, – that, that was um, a committee for women's health um, because Texas has the highest maternal death rate in the country. Yeah. And they've cut, like, pretty much all the state funding to Planned Parenthood. And they're like, why did – why is Texas – why does it keep going up? Right, oh, right. Oh, I wonder. And, and so the de- some Democrats' women had created this – Committee that was actually had bipartisan support, and he vetoed it last night. He vetoed it. Um, And I told Mike, I just really hate it here. I'm just having a harder time every day being here. But I feel like so – I can't move. I'm tethered here. We've got the business. We've got family. We've got – like Iris is going to be in a good school. Like there there are things that like – how the fuck do you just like – I don't – please You're tell me, off how do you just, yeah. like, literally uproot? I mean – I don't I, understand. I guess that's a part of what you're saying Jennifer was – like, her response to it was, like, that's nice that you want to do that. But, but also, here in the adult world, be a person and a grown-up. And, like – and basically, like, if – you know, yeah, sometimes I don't want to go to a baby shower. But you know what? I had a baby shower and yeah. people came to mine. Nobody wanted to go to my baby shower. Like, what? Of course nobody wants to come. No. But you can do you it. You have to do things sometimes. Because and I, it's, it's, it's both ways, right? Sometimes you have to say no. Yes. For sure. Yes. Sometimes you have to say yes. 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 And that's I, it. That's right. And you will regret both decisions. I had. When you don't go, you'll feel bad. When you go, you'll feel bad. Absolutely. Yeah. And you just like find that balance. Yeah. Um, one of my former students who's now 18 and is like working for us here and is doing a show with us this summer, Garbage Island, come see it. Um, today she was like, I feel really bad. I made this commitment to do this other thing and I just like don't think I can and are you going to hate me? And I was like, I will never hate somebody for doing, for saying no. Yeah. If it's going to help you. Yeah. Like you have to care about yourself. If we were in the middle of production and you quit, Different. I'd be like, you're a flake. Yeah. But like, Self-care, like, knowing what your limits are. Like, I can do this or I can't. Yeah. And, like, my thing is, like, if you say no to something, you're going to disappoint that person for a half a second. And then they're going to forget about it and move on with their lives and find somebody else you can. And I'm glad you brought that up because that that sort of struck me in this article as well. That she was – it's, like, her last point. Like, take care of yourself. And I think that's so hard not just – and I don't want to be like for women, but it for men too. I mean, what is like, what does that mean? Self care, like, it, it means different things to different people. Yeah, and we feel guilty when we're not doing for somebody else all the time. Yeah, what does self care mean to you? I don't know. I I genuinely don't know because I don't know. Well, you I, exercise. I do, and that's what it like. When I, I do yoga and I run or whatever, and I, it's my time. I think that's the thing. It's my when it's my time. It's my time. When do you do those things? I tend to do them very early in the morning, like at six. No, um, I s- usually drop the boys off at eight in the morning, and I'll go to a class. 
8.30 or something like that. So if you, though, had a full-time job that wasn't flexible right? and you had to be at work at 8 yes. and then pick your kids up at 5, I don't know. When do you do that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we joined the Y. They have the, the child watch. So yes. when I'm running late, it's, you know, I pick them up at five. And, and I feel, that makes me feel bad because I know they're hungry. and but They're the other, fine. Yeah. The other day I was like, you know what? I, this is, I need this half an hour, like 30 minutes to. Yeah. We, and I try yeah. to multitask and read. Or, we joined the Y. We did it. We did this too. We did yeah. this a couple weeks ago. We joined and, like, have done the child watch thing, and it's awesome. It's fine. It's fine. Except when they pee in their pants. They, sure. They walk around trying to find you. But other than that, it's fine. And I don't want to feel bad about it. I read this thread on some mom something last night, and the lady was like, my kids are at the Y, and they hate it, like the summer camp. What do I do? Like, I was like, that's a whole other thing that we have yet to even, like, I, for right now, Iris is just like, I'm going to drop you here, and that, and this is what's happening. Yeah. But what do you do when, like, your kids – are miserable in something. I don't know. I feel like this is coming. This is the next phase. Yeah. Well, the, this just happened the other day. Levi was like, I don't want to go to the Y. And I was like, I don't care. You're going. That's it. You don't want to sit and play with a bunch of toys? Like, shut, shut you're up. You're fine. You're fine. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I I don't think I do self-care. I don't know how to do yeah, self-care. Yeah, what does that mean to you? I don't know. Sitting on the couch and watching TV, is that self-care? So, actually, last night, like, my favorite people, aside from you, you weren't part of the group, Ew. were like, come over, come over, hang out with us. And and I, you know, generally would say yes, but I was so tired. I was so tired. I didn't have any pants on. I just put Iris to bed. I felt like a train, because I've been teaching this class for the last two weeks with mm-hmm. these high school kids. I felt so like a busy. train was going to hit me. And Mike and I were just watching Game of Thrones, which means that Mike watches and I fall asleep. That thing is ambient. Game of Thrones is ambient for me. I know you like it. I do, but I, I, I often fall asleep with it five, the last five minutes. I've missed the last five minutes of almost every episode. I, this is how it goes. Game of Thrones starts. I fall asleep. I wake up halfway through. What happened? Who's, what happened with the, yeah. with the Khaleesi? Okay, back to sleep. Wake up again. Where's the guy with the no head? This is like, and then Mike basically narrates the show. So I know based on what he, but I was like on the couch doing the doze off, sitting with him. I was like, I'm not coming. I'm sorry. I have to, I have to stay here on this couch. Yeah. Um, that's, and saying no is so important. Saying no. Right. So sometimes you just have to do it. I know. I've, I feel so bad when I do. I feel so, the other day I had a, a thing where I, said yes and then like the time kind of changed and I was like oh this is like kind of a perfect opportunity for me like I can't do this anyway I didn't want to I was so tired like falling I had been up since 3 30 in the morning because someone peed in the bed and I was just like I'm glad that you changed the time on me because I'm saying yeah. well that that's what this TED talk was about she was like if I have to go to X's going away party and I don't want to go to X's going away party and I'm going to spend from the time I RSVP to the time the party starts fretting about it, that's going to drain so much of my energy. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, is it worth it? Um, and she was just like kind of like a repugnant human being, but yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I think you have to like weigh it out. Like, is this something that like the world is going to end if I don't go? Yeah. But I'll tell you, at, when I woke up the next morning after I did this, I was so depressed and I cried. Why? Because I'm crazy. And I mean, that's person. true. But 
I was like, I should have gone. Like, I just, it was like to go see a play. Like, I never go see plays. I had the opportunity to go with a friend who was, you gotta go poop? Okay. Poop. Poop yes, time. Poop, poop uh, time we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be All right, right back. All right, we're back. Okay, that was really gross, by the way. Good. I'm glad you had that experience. But I'm glad he's doing that. I'm very proud of him. He asked for what he needed. Yep, he did. In with theme words. with this episode. Yes, exactly. He's Asking taking care of himself. He just took care of himself all over your floor. Self? He no, pooped no, all over no, my no. floor? No, he pooped. I was going to say, because if that's true, he can take his self-care right the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he did a very good job. That's good. Um, I was reminded, though, there's this um, singer-songwriter that I enjoyed named uh, what's her name? Courtney Barnett, and she's Australian, and she has this song um, that's called "Nobody Cares If You Go to That Party," <laughs> and the chorus is just, "I want to go out, but I also want to stay in." That's the whole chorus, and it's brilliant. The, I, I just said we were this week. I said to two people who I overheard. I mean, I knew them, but I wasn't in the conversation. But they were going back and forth, like, "Oh, so and so's party's happening tonight. Oh, do we want to go? I don't know. I should go. It's like a ten. I don't want to go." And I literally just like, I'm sorry. Hey, nobody cares if you go. Yeah. I'm just going to interject. Yeah. You didn't ask me, but you don't matter that much. Because yeah. everyone is just obsessed with themselves. Yes. Yes. So really, if you don't go to that party, people are going to be like, oh, that sucks. And then they're going to go back to doing what they're doing. Yeah. I, I feel like it's the reciprocal nature of going places, though, that I'm like, well, why would you ever come to anything that I asked you to go to? Right. If I don't go to your thing. But generally, I want to go to parties. Yeah. I just usually am tired. That's right. There's a lot of obstacles in the way. Yeah. I want to see my friends. I want to see them all the time. And I, before I had children, I went out all the time. Yeah. But now it's like, I feel bad. Like next week I have to be here basically every night. Um, and so like, I'm already, like, having so much anxiety about that because I'm, like, I'm going to miss, like, five bedtimes. And then Mike and I are taking a staycation. That's nice. The weekend we were going to go on our vacation. We're taking a staycation. We're taking a staycation. She's going to stay with my mom. And we're going to go to this hotel uh, downtown that has a Texas-shaped lazy river on the roof. I want to do that. Yeah. And I'm already, like, feeling bad about it. And then then our other friend, Bree, was like, you need to come see my place. I was like, but if I do that on Friday night – then I'm going to not see her every single night next week. Yeah. I won't see her Monday through Saturday night. That's hard. That's so hard. Yeah, that's really hard. Um, and so, like, that's when it's like I don't – of course I want to support you. Yeah. But I, it's hard, I feel like it's hard to do when you're a mom because, like, I can't – like, Iris has to be supported first. But, yes, and it's about making choices and priorities. Yeah. It's about priorities. Um. I don't know. I I, I I don't know how to do it. But I'm starting to learn when I don't want to do things. And I'm trying to be proactive about it. Like, I don't like doing things on Friday nights. I don't. I know. It's my night to hang out with my husband and yeah. my kids. And we always have, like, a fun watch a movie night and yeah. take out. What happened? What happened to Super Y, guys? But that's but that's that's right. self-care. That's, that's like, this that's is our time. Yes, that's Like, self-care. you are like, this is our family time. Yeah. And that's totally reasonable. Yeah, I think so. I, I think, think so. it is. But I, but we maybe we need to be better about. Like, here's one day that I do X every week, and Mike knows that you're 
you know, we're doing it together and Iris knows we're doing it together and you say no. You just say, no, that's our night. But then you feel shitty too. Like, oh no, that's, I'm hanging out with my family tonight. Like, and you feel like bad that you're doing that. But you should. You you should hang out with your family. family. I mean, this podcast is self-care. Yeah, self-care. So let's stop saying self-care now. <laughs> okay. It's the worst word. It's the worst series of words. It is. It it's is. pretty terrible. It's, it's sends so many innuendos. I know. I know. It's like, oh, I need to do self-care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. And now a word from our sponsors. And now a word from our sponsors. I want to have sponsors. All the podcasts I listen to, they're sponsored by Blue Apron. Where's Blue Apron on my podcast? I'm not going to use you or cook with you, but please sponsor us. Sponsor us. You know who we should get to sponsor us? Who? I thought it was something was going to pop into my head. Pampers? Pampers. They don't sponsor. Also, we are not kosher. No, we're not We are kosher. not vanilla. We are kosher, but not. We, we, you and I are both kosher. Yes, kosher. Very much so. My sons are kosher. <laughs> Basically, my son just walked over with a sledgehammer. Okay. Um, you literally should Now it it's time to <laughs> no, go because he's to... literally carrying a, a sledgehammer. I would need to take a picture cool. of this and I'll post it. Okay. Uh, we'll see you guys Thank next week. You. Bye. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter at Hands Off Parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents is Steph and Abby. Mail Camp.